I obviously I love a funny voice, you know me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also like sometimes I feel bad. Like the 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 episode that just came out Fresno Nightcrawlers when I was like reading the the quote from the people the ding in Ohio. Ding. Yeah. It was it both makes me laugh and I'm like, is that mean? I don't know. Look, I, I feel like as people from yeah, places where people talk like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's okay. Like yeah. I I have a very strong like I can make fun of where I'm from. Yes. But as soon as somebody who's from like a completely different place mm-hmm. tries to make fun of it, I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not allowed. I get real uppity. Yeah. That's, That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I've, I've gotten into some unnecessarily aggressive conversations with people from California where they, no. they've said some stuff and I've just been like, what did you fucking say? <laughs> Yeah, I you like get that. This, though. There's a lot of Californian. I shouldn't go off on this because I am recording, but <laughs> it, it just comes up a lot where like uh, someone that I know from California will be like, well, my taxes pay for blah, blah, blah in another state. And I'm like, you're not wrong, but that's super shitty. <laughs> like you do understand that like you're talking about an impoverished group of people and how annoyed you are that you're giving them money to not die because their leaders aren't doing it. Like, like I don't know what your point is. Like, you can be mad at the leaders who are fucking it up. But I feel like just being like, ah, oh, well, they're taking our money. I'm like, what? what's your fucking goal here? <laughs> so I get real uppity about that shit. It's fair. Fair. Anytime somebody gets mad about paying taxes for a good cause. Yeah is upsetting to me it's like you realize where your money's generally going it's to like the war machine correct like yeah you're fine with that Mm -hmm. but not with children not starving cool (laughs) cool glad to know where you stand there was some day at my old job where uh i was in a different room and i heard someone come in and say like "Ugh, they're talking about um how we shouldn't have to pay off other people's student loans in the other room and i (laughs) I like immediately sat down what I was doing and just like walked out and went into the other room. And I was like, I heard you guys are talking about student loans and why we shouldn't have to pay for them. And they were like, yeah, I I just don't see why I should be paying for somebody else's mistakes. And I was like, oh, okay, well, hold on. And there was a whiteboard in the room. (laughs) And I like did a full on, like did a breakdown on how our taxes work uh, and where the money's going and about how like taking this little sliver out of the military pie would erase all that debt and went into like what it is to to be told that you have to go to school in order to get the jobs you want Mm -hmm. to go to school and get a degree and then find out that they want you to have a different degree or more of a degree you know Mm -hmm. they want you to have a master's and there's like the inflation of education now if you want to teach you have to have a phd like it used to be able that you could do with a master's degree and you can't really anymore so I was trying to explain all that and like broke it down. And the one guy who was the manager there was never going to get it. And I knew that. But the other one, I was pretty sure I could save. <laughs> and I'm, I believe that she does now agree that it makes sense to do that and that it, it actually would boost the economy. That's sure a whole would. thing. Try to explain people, to people love the like, economy. They're horny for that. I know shit. that's sure. it's just the constant like no, you don't understand. It's like when people get mad that uh, they're like poor people spending all their. Um, oh yeah, how dare they have a phone, which well, is you basically yeah. have to have to you, be able to oh, work yeah. now to work. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it was the um, <laughs> all the poor people spending their um, uh, the check that the government gave us during COVID. Um, oh God. The oh my God. The, the stimulus steamy. check. Yeah. The steamy. Um, <laughs> what? Like I've heard multiple people be like, these dummies. You know, they don't have enough money, and they're out here spending the stimulus check. I'm like, you know what the word stimulus means, right? <laughs> like. It's literally a check given for people to spend money to keep the economy functioning. You dumb stimulating. I dick. would love some more stimmies, by the way. Uh, yeah, drop Biden, them stimmies, if you're baby. listening to our Monster Porn podcast. Joseph yeah. Biden. Joe. Hey, Biden, you remember how you said you were going to get rid of student debt and then you offered a fucking pittance to everybody? And then after you did offer it and a bunch of people applied, it got halted and now no one gets any money. Um, that election's coming up. So, 
Anyway, what are we going to talk about I don't, today? I don't think, yeah, I don't think we should go on a list of all the things we want to tell the, the President Joseph Biden, because I have some words. Yeah. I know, I know. I have a lot of different words. There's so many words. <laughs> so many words. So, so many words. You look like you have something else to say before no, we move on. No, I'm good. I know. There's, there's, there's always something. There's always something. What did somebody say? They were like, "Ugh, it's going to be another election where I have to choose between a nasty, rotten old egg salad and Donald Trump." (laughs) 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 It was just like, "Yeah, yeah, no, those are." Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is that the egg salad still seems to be a better choice. (laughs) It's going to give you diarrhea. It's going to give you diarrhea. Oh yeah. But but they're all going to give you diarrhea. Yeah. But it's not going to kill you. Secret twist. Well, maybe. Fuck. I'm going to cut that out. Anyway. Do, oh, you said you did have something for an opener, right? Or, I mean, I can I can come up with something with my brain. Something not political. Yeah. I mean, was that not our opener? I mean, it, it was pretty dope. <laughs> I mean, it's up. To I'm y'all. down for just like straight up having the beginning of this episode be like, "Yo, what up? We are super left." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you didn't know, I feel yeah, like if you didn't know. I feel like that probably came off eventually. <laughs> I think people got it. Unless you just started tuning in, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Should we move on? Start the thing? Let's do it. I guess so. All right. What's wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Just got so many things. No, go ahead. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. I know. We'll start another podcast just for the other things. I know. I was going to say, me talking, like, giving my my political (laughs) opinions on our horny monster podcast isn't really gonna affect anything it's more mostly just so i can yeah get I mean, it we're basically preaching to the choir yeah i feel like yeah, yeah. yeah. i feel like if you want to fuck a monster you probably are down for actually human though, rights no there's a lot of really conservative people that are like that are into fucking well then monst- like you know what and stuff. maybe this is the bridge we found the bridge oh. we can bring people together yeah. bigfoot's dick will bring us together it's funny you mentioned that, <laughs> but we'll get to it. All right. All righty. Hello. Welcome to the super left-leaning progressive podcast, Love at First Sighting, where we have sex-positive, kink-friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. My name's Joyce. My pronouns are she, they, I am your resident cryptid researcher and moose expert. <laughs> Bringing the monster book report. <laughs> and that's an inside joke because before Walker, we recorded, Walker. I played moose sounds because they didn't know what they sounded like. I didn't. And mm-hmm. Joyce was like, that one sounds horny. And I was like, oh my God, that is the horny one. You were right. There you go. So I mean, you know, you don't have a monster fucking podcast and not learn what horny sounds yeah. are. <laughs> and and Jim informed me of a very important thing that the orca is the main predator of the moose. <laughs> or I don't know if it's like it's the, not main, the main predator. Yeah. No, it's not the main, but it is off predator. Well, it was saying that like they're one of they kill them the most often. <laughs> I I should say healthy ones. Yeah. Yeah, or, adult or ones. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like well, the only thing adult moose have to worry about. Well, also joining me is fellow <laughs> moose expert, Jim. Hey, I'm Jim. I'm they, them. And this is the future the left wants. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Put me on that Star Trek subway train. <laughs> well, the everybody. Oh, yeah. Coco, Coco's also here. Just joining me is Coco. I got gonna, distracted. You say my name or should I just go for it? No, Coco's here. Hey, I'm Coco. He, him. And I'm horny all the time. I'm also a big fucking nerd more than all the time, <laughs> I guess is what I decided to say. Love it. And uh, I came here to learn and stay horny. Great. I love this for all of us. All right. So today we are talking about the Boggy Creek Monster, also known as Swamp Stalker or the Falk Monster. This sounds great. I had a feeling y'all would like this one. Swamp Stalker is pretty fun to say. Swamp Stalker is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Was the other one Boggy Creek? The Boggy Creek Monster. Boggy Creek. Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners will be familiar with this one due to the docudrama The Legend of Boggy Creek. Uh, mm. Apparently, it was the 11th highest grossing film of 1972. Mm, it's no still uh, revered today as a cult classic. Well, that's got to be a Patreon, us watching it and... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely gonna. It needs to be added to the list. I know. I, I wish we could do one more of those before I, I leave for Alaska. So 
Good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, whenever we watch it, the star of it is a swamp-dwelling cryptid that resides in Falk, Arkansas. Now that I think about it, I don't think we've ever done a Arkansas cryptid. So first time mm. for everything, baby. Are you sure? Bring it. I don't think so. I'm trying to think. I was thinking about like who we've done before. Wasn't the uh, wasn't the Babindum? Wasn't there an Arkansas sighting? I think that was in Kansas. Doesn't doesn't have the art in there. The art, yeah, yeah it's, it's not the Arkansas. It's the Kansas. <laughs> Why not Arkansas? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Oh, old internet. Uh, okay. So, what is the Boggy Creek Monster? Well, this I'm crypt- glad you asked. <laughs> I am glad you asked. <laughs> this cryptid is described as a large, bipedal, ape-like creature covered in long, dark hair, sometimes known as being a reddish-brown color. It's somewhere between 7 to 10 feet, ten feet tall. And do that one again? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's somewhere between 7 to 10 feet tall and 250... To 800 pounds. Jesus. <laughs> like, that's a, I that's mean, a, a pretty range. wide range. Well, to be fair, humans have a pretty wide range. That's fair true. enough. That's true. Yeah. You got your skinny hairs. You got your big hairs. <laughs> what? They're hairy. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, they, was just like, it was the hairs, so I imagine like just extremely heavy hair hanging out. <laughs> Some people got it. Or very long. Hmm. Mm. But yeah, depending on the report, it could be anywhere between that. Um, you know, so it's, it's, there's some debate on the finer details of this entity. Um, uh, but basically it's a Bigfoot like creature with a large stature. Um, other notable features is bright red eyes, a galloping gait, the monkey like <laughs> way it swings its arms and it's incredibly foul odor that is said to smell like a mix of a skunk and a wet dog. Ooh. I mean, it lives in a swamp. What do you expect? Yeah. It's what do you want? Sweaty. You also, know? to be fair, like. I mean, wild animals always have a stink. Like, oh yeah, I've never. It's kind of like when you're like, oh, that cow's so cute, and then you walk up, kind of deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like horses, they have like a particular greasy smell. I feel. I always thought that horses smelled. I mean, they kind of smell like oats, which is a nice smell. <laughs> I don't know what fucking horses you've been around. You got oat They're breath. Fancy horses <laughs> with their no, oats. Yeah, they had they had oat they had oat breath. They smelled kind of sweet and nice. Yeah, yeah well, that's nice. Like a little bowl of oatmeal. I'm just saying, like, wild animals have yeah. a smell. Yeah. Like, bears smell very strong. Yeah, apparently they smell real bad. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. stinky bees. Mm. So, it just makes sense. If you're living outside all the time, yeah. you're just going to be stinky. You're going to be stink. People stink. People stink. No I judgment. No. Yeah, no mm. judgment. Um, so, anywho, sightings for this hairy beast are said to have occurred as early as 1851, Though the more famous accounts are a little bit more recent. Uh, in 1955, a 14-year-old boy was out turkey hunting when he spotted the creature milling about the forest, sniffing the air. The witness noted that the beast remained unfazed when fired upon with birdshot. Um, maybe just a bad aim, Jeffy. I don't know. <laughs> in a couple of more famous reports from 1971, Bobby and Elizabeth Ford claimed to have sighted the beast on multiple occasions. Um, based on my research, Bobby Ford reported to the Falk constable that he was attacked at his house by a hairy creature that breathed heavily, had red eyes, and moved very fast. Ford said the man-like creature, which was about seven feet tall and three feet across the chest, put his arm around his shoulder and grabbed him. Ford broke free from the creature and ran, reporting that he ran so fast that he did not stop to open the front door, but barreled right through it. <laughs> Like a cartoon character. Yeah, I hope it had like the shape of him. <laughs> a little puff cloud smoke. Um, he was treated by a local hospital for minor scratches and shock. Ford reportedly said the being had been around his house for several days and that there were other eyewitnesses, including his brother and hunting companion. According to Elizabeth Ford, on May 2nd, 1971, the creature reached through a screen window while she was sleeping on a couch. She screamed as one might, and this alerted her husband. The creature was successfully chased away by Bobby Ford and his brother Don. During the encounter, the Fords fired several gunshots at the creature and believed that they had hit it, though no traces of blood were found. An extensive search of the area failed to locate the creature, but three-toed footprints were found close to the house, as well as scratch marks on the porch and damage to a window in the house's siding. 
Despite having only lived there for less than a week, the terrified couple moved out of their house. Hmm. Three toes. Three toes. Interesting. And no blood when shot at. That's a kind of a running theme. I yeah, feel yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It. Well, there. So there were others, and I'll I'll get to this about the footprint because like, it's supposed to be an ape. Right. Yeah. Ape. Ape don't just have three toes. No, they unless five. they got hurt. This is space oh, ape shit. or Birdman. Birdman. Bird ape. Bird ape. Oh, y'all remember Harvey Birdman? Yeah, I sure do. Oh, I remember that. I'm sure it's problematic now. Oh, looking probably. back, probably. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> it's always mean, sad. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. All that stuff from like the early 2000s was. You go back and watch it, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Like all those G.I. Joe clips that oh, yeah. people yeah. used to make. Oh, like, when they were so fucking funny, and then you go back and watch, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Aquazine Hunger Force. And, yeah. Um, what was the Under the Sea one? Aqua. Uh, sea Lab. Sea Lab, yeah. 20-something. Yeah. 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 You're just like, well, I mean... It had its day. <laughs> Enough of our problematic past. Let's go back. <laughs> um, Let's talk about our problematic future. Hooray. Uh, the creature was sighted again on May 23rd that same year when three people, D.C. Woods Jr., excuse me, Wilma Woods, and Mrs. H.R. Sedgas, uh, reported seeing an ape-like creature uh, um, crossing U.S. Highway 71. More reports poured in over the following months by local residents and tourists, some of which who have found more footprints. The best-known footprints were found in a soybean field belonging to local filling station owner Scott Keith. They were scrutinized by game warden Carl Gelson. Gelson? Damn it. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Let's go with Gelson. They were scrutinized by game warden Carl Gallion who was unable to confirm their authenticity. Like the Ford prints, they appeared to indicate that the creature only had three toes. Hmm. Again with the three toes. Uh, As you might have guessed, these incidents caught the attention of local news and media outlets. The Little Rock, Arkansas radio station KAAY posted a... This is a weird number. Um... $1,090 $1,090 bounty on the creature. <laughs> like, what? It's very specific. Why not just $1,000? You know, sometimes you just... Or $1,100. Tack on that 90 I guess. Um, it was said that several attempts were made to track the creature with dogs, but they were unable to follow the scent. The interest from hunters grew so great that Miller County Sheriff Leslie Greer... Yes was forced to put a temporary no-guns policy in place in order to uh, preserve public safety. The first time a cop ever did anything in the name of gun safety. (laughs) Also, the dogs couldn't follow the scent. But it smelled so awful. horrific scent. Maybe it was so bad the dog was just like, nah. Nah, I'm done. I'm I'm retiring. (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. Now, Um, if he'd had some cocaine... (laughs) I could find him in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's puzzling, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. People people commented on it, so it must have been pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a really clever ape, like ran around in circles. Yeah, really fast. <laughs> and the dog was just like, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um <laughs> After a while, public interest in the creature died down until the release of the aforementioned docudrama The Legend of Boggy Creek by Charles Pierce in 1972. This brought the tale of the Boggy Creek monster to a much larger and more national audience. Since the initial cluster of sightings during the 1970s, there have been sporadic reports of the creature. In 1991, the creature was reportedly seen jumping from a bridge. There were 40 reported sightings in 1997, and in 1998, the creature was reportedly sighted in a dry creek bed five miles south of Falk. I found a website called falkmonster.net where you can read more reports if you're so inclined. Hmm. Um, so, theory time, skepticisms, and all that. I read that one month after the Ford sighting, uh, Southern Arkansas University archaeologist Frank Schombach 
determined that there is a 99% chance the tracks are a hoax. <laughs> According to Schombach, as we said, the tracks could not be from a species of ape, as claimed by witnesses, because there were only three toes, whereas primates, including, including hominids, have five. In addition to the number of toes, Schombach cited several other anomalies as part of the, his conclusion. The region had no history of primate activity, ruling out the possibility of the creature being the remnants of an indigenous species. All apes are completely uh, diarrhea. I forgot to look up that word. It means the opposite of nocturnal. Diurnal? <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, but the falc monster was always seen at night. Mm. Um, They'd have to have big-ass eyes to be a nocturnal animal. They did have bright red eyes that glowed. It's always the glowing eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, very common. I feel like any cryptid, you throw a dart and it's like glowing glowing red eyes. Well, the thing, like, it's also, if it had glowing eyes, then it has to be nocturnal. Like, because they're the only ones that would have, like, the reflective Mm -hmm. lensing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Glowing eyes spook people out. Yeah. I mean, it's spooky. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, also worth noting, by 1986, the mayor of Falk, Virgil Roberts, and former Miller County Sheriff Leslie Greer were of the opinion that the alleged Falk monster tracks were man-made. Greer's working colleague at the time, Chief Deputy H.L. Phillips, said that he had not taken calls regarding the monster in years. He does not believe the creature exists, stating, I don't believe in it, but I'd say you don't argue with people who say they have seen it. Many were respectable or responsible folks. Do with that what you will. Um, Obviously, a lot of people were under the impression it was just a misidentified bear. Uh, you know, Arkansas has um, a lot of black bear, which I didn't know this, but black bears aren't necessarily black. Yeah, they, they can be they brown. They can yeah. be like a reddish brown color. Yeah, yeah. I did they, not know that. They also, like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen a bear with mange. Sorry. They're scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mange. Yeah, like, they they look like a totally different creature, and they can, they can trick you into thinking of something else for a while. That's fair. I could see being like, that's a monster. It's like yeah. the chupacabra. The, the yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or coyotes. With that couldn't be a coyote. I've never seen a coyote that looked like that. Because like, it doesn't have any fucking hair. Yeah. <laughs> Usually there's hair on those things. Um, I got it stuffed. It's like, it's a poor dog type thing. God. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I don't think I really need to go into what believers think. It seems pretty self-explanatory, yeah. you know? But yeah, that's the legendary monster of Boggy Creek of Falk, Arkansas. I am, I really like that name, Boggy Creek. I figured you would. Yeah. I remember when I went to the Bigfoot Museum in Oregon, there was like, they had movie posters signed by the directors and stuff, and I was like, like I remember this one. Legend of Boggy Creek? It's just a good, it's a good name. Yeah, it's like, it almost seems like, like almost like a Goosebumps book and not yeah. like an actual yeah. place. Yeah. Like the legend of Boggy Creek. Like, okay. Yeah. But no, it's a real place. And it shows like this, the swamp site type surroundings, but instead of like water, it's like green slime. That's yeah. Going, Hell yeah. 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 God. Did we, did we tell Coco how we accidentally watched the Goosebumps movie <laughs> starring did. Jack Black? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How did you accidentally watch? I thought it was a television show. We, we thought show. it was the Goosebumps television show. And oh. Jim's like, do you want to watch this? I'm like, hell yeah. I love that show. And then all the it started opening the opening credits. And I was like, this seems like a big production for just for a TV show. But whatever. And it, we were just kind of watching it. And then I was like, that's Jack Black. We're watching a film. Yep. This is a film, not a TV show when, from when we were children. And you kept saying, this is a movie. And I was like, no. Nah. I'm like, no. I didn't say anything. But in my head, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, this is a TV show. It, it'll end. It kept going. Second. It just kept going. It just kept going. And Jack Black kept coming back. Mm. Yeah, I feel like once you see Jack Black, you can probably assume it's not the show from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, no, I just thought that it was like a remake of the show from the 90s. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Well, I they did do like, that with um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think they did remake it or they, whatever. They did. They tried ones. to make a teenage version that was much darker. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as successful. 
No. Anyway, that monster <laughs> fuck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Pating. That three foot Bigfoot. <laughs> That's or three toed. Oh my god, the three toed Bigfoot. I'm uh, I'm still stuck on that. Like I just yeah. I feel like it was a strange choice. Like if it was a hoax, it's a weird thing to be Why like. Three? Let's let's give it three toes. I guess they wanted it to be more alien, but I feel like it just instantly killed any opportunity for people to believe in it. How many claws does a bear have? It's five. Five. It's it's okay. All mammals have. Oh. The five. Wait. Well, okay. all mammals? I shouldn't say that. Yeah, because there are yeah, the no, hoof, no, no. hooved. But like the um, like the anything that's got a hand is gonna have five. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the raccoon hands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, They're now cute. I'm thinking about it. And there's they always wash koalas that have six. Uh, no, yeah. There's like, there's some. Th- well, it, or is it koalas have six? Or they, I just know they have no, two thumbs. They so have. So it might be three they, fingers and two thumbs. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, they're usually five. <laughs> okay. It's five is the max, generally. <laughs> generally, yeah. And then, but sometimes things have less. Yeah. Because like Well, that's what I was trying to figure out with yeah. the bear. Vestigial yeah, vestigial. I was yeah. just trying to figure out how many usually claws the, a bear the, have. The bones are still in there usually. They're just like hidden away. Yeah. It's like Look whales. They still We're all have sciency and shit. Yeah, yeah, whales still have the five bones in there. And and bats technically their their hands are the wings. Yeah. yeah. Their thumb is the little claw at the top. Do you know horses' legs are just fingers? Well, they're that's <laughs> not the whole thing's not a finger, but the <laughs> but it is they're basically just, one big finger at the hoof. Yeah, it's, it's one big finger now. Big, yeah, yeah. One big finger. <laughs> They're walking on their fingers. Okay, sorry. Does this monster fuck? Yep. <laughs> yep. This is called They Fuck at the End by Obsessed Folding Chair. Is that really what it's called? Yeah. It sure is. Shit. Um, if they fuck at the beginning, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I will too. Oh, and it's end. <laughs> okay, let's see. The shortest porn ever. <laughs> I came. <laughs> I came like five times. I always hate that in like romance novels and stuff. Like, oh, I came like three times. And like, there was no, like, it talked nothing about like touching the clit or nothing. There was no foreplay. It was just right in. I was like, you're lying. Yeah. I, I don't know like the statistics and stuff, but like 30 times, that's a bit outrageous. Especially if there was nothing happening. No, right, yeah. Like, there's nothing else going on. They're always like, oh, you're so sensitive. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, beans. <laughs> you're so sensitive. Yeah, like, they're always like, oh, you're already this sensitive. Well, that's, there's also, you know, I mean, we've written it. The trope of, like, someone coming from just, like, the the idea of something. Where they, they're like... I, you did it with the Fresno where he's like be, being strangled and coming in his pants and like yeah but he was I mean that's I mean he it was the the <laughs> what is it the asphyxiation asphyxiation mm, yeah. yeah yeah well that's the thing <laughs> alright this is called they fuck at the end they fuck at the end in the trees was a dark figure he had a humanoid shape and when close to him you could see his rippling muscles he had a full six-pack, and his muscular pecs popped out from his frame. He is one of the most beautiful creatures in the whole forest. He was practically the definition of a buff pretty boy. Connected to his shoulder blades was a large set of wings he had tucked onto his back. The wings were dark and leathery, perfect for jumping anybody wandering in the night, or for wrapping around his true love. In the darkness, he was almost invisible except for his massive glowing red eyes. Above those were long feathery antennae. So there in the woods stood the most gorgeous creature Bigfoot had ever seen. Bigfoot was built for the forest, but he didn't consider but he didn't consider himself nearly as handsome as this creature. Perhaps a sort of rugged handsome? The creature's mouth twitched upward, a detail only captured due to Bigfoot's amazing vision. That's, um, so this is me. <laughs> um do you uh, do you want to be Mothman? Do you want to be I'm, I'm Bigfoot? Good. I'll do Mothman. Um, what kind of voice should I do? A pretty boy voice. Pretty boy? Yeah. So like mm-hmm. kind of soft like this? Yeah, or but like sassy. Sassy. Yeah. Like a little. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. 
I know you're there. Come out. Reluctantly, Bigfoot stepped out from behind the trees. He had seen this creature many times, but this was the first time he'd been face to face with him. And who might you be? The creature bowed respectfully as he held out a clawed hand. Bigfoot scrunched up his nose, embarrassed he'd been caught skulking in his own forest. Are you gonna are you also gonna be Bigfoot? Do you want me to be? I mean you can be. If I'm Bigfoot, I'm going, I'm Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, that's fun. What what the hell are you doing in my woods? Yeah, my swamp. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, I'm okay with that, but I can also do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, should I go, like, real deep, then? Yeah. Should I go, like, real deep? Like, I'm Bigfoot. <laughs> no, not like we are gargoyles, but, okay. like. Uh, I'm. Nope. <laughs> I hated that. I'm. Damn it. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Too deep. I'm. Yeah, ooh, Actually, I can yeah. do like a smooth Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. I'm Bigfoot. What the hell are you doing in my woods? Bigfoot growled, crossing his arms. The creature stood up, retracting its hand with its entrancing yet infuriating smile. I'm just taking a trip out of town, and I heard about you. Apparently, you're. Apparently, you're quite famous. I'm Mothman, by the way. The creature introduced. Bigfoot blushed. The guy had heard about him? Psh, obviously. <laughs> he kind of went a little dumb, but that's okay. Obviously. Everybody knows who I am. I suppose they probably do. Well, it was nice meeting you, but I really shouldn't stay away from home too long. I have my own reputation. You'd, I have my own reputation to maintain. Before Bigfoot could figure out a way to make him stay... Mothman spread his wings and shot into the air, disappearing into the sky. Damn it. He'd fumbled his chance. Why was he like this? Mothman would never love him. Bigfoot looked up to see if he might spot Mothman's silhouette disrupting the stars, but the sky gave away no such details. No, he was Bigfoot. He would not let this stop him. He had to try and find out where Mothman's domain was. Luckily for him, humans were great keepers of information, and there were many humans in his woods, hoping they might glimpse him. Of course, any time they do, it's hardly an accident, but the nature of Bigfoot's existence was irrelevant at the moment. He needed to find out more about this creature that calls himself Mothman. Bigfoot broke into about three different gas stations before he found one that had a pamphlet that talked about cryptids other than him. <laughs> yeah. Which was an honor, but also not very helpful to his current agenda. He opened the pamphlet so aggressively, he accidentally tore it, and when he grabbed another one, he had to try to recall how the hell to read human language. Finally, he figured it out after many fumbles and growling at the terrified gas station worker, who at that point had already pissed as well as shit himself. <laughs> Guaranteed that guy would never choose the night shift again. Bigfoot now had his answer, but it was replaced by a new question. How the fuck was he going to get from his domain in Northern California to West Virginia? How did Mothman even do that? And why? Why would he leave his domain just to fly across fucking America? He had to find out. There had to be a reason why a creature as attractive as him just popped in for a few days in a place he had no connections to. Well, if there was one thing Bigfoot was good at, it was walking. And that was just what he intended to do. For thousands of miles he walked. One benefit of being a cryptid, you aren't bound by human conditions, such as exhaustion. And after all, if Bigfoot couldn't walk, what did that mean for his name? It would be a disgrace, even if it took two days of nonstop walking just to get there. Finally, he made it. Pleasant point. Mothman's domain. It was Keep going. <laughs> it was dawn, so he would want to catch up on some rest while he, was, while he waited for night to begin. The dead of night was prime prowling time. Maybe he would even catch Mothman in action, if he was lucky. Wouldn't that be a wonderful sight to behold? Bigfoot wondered if Mothman was even more enticing while he was hunting. For now, all he could do was find a cave to sleep in and wait for the following, and wait for the following night. Time passed, as it is known to do. It was just past dusk. The sun once again buried itself in its grave, and the shadows of night began to settle on Pleasant Point. Bigfoot stepped outside his cave, carefully listening to a slight shift in the breeze. For the whispers of flapping wings, 
but neither Mothman wasn't but either Mothman wasn't active yet or he was a legend at stealth because none of the signs Bigfoot was hoping for happened. All cryptids have a few characteristic signs of their presence that are usually too subtle for humans to sense, but easily caught by other cryptids. Bigfoot knew from when Mothman was visiting his domain that the air seemed different in the dark creature's presence. Bigfoot stalked the edges of the woods where roads ran up against bushes in hopes that perhaps Mothman would show up, but when the moon was dipping lower into the sky and very few signs of dawn appeared, Bigfoot had to still... Bigfoot had still not so much as found evidence for Mothman being there. He had spent days walking to this stupid town just to see this being. Also, I, I did over here just like try to find out the mileage on that and like do the math. And like <laughs> Mothman is in, or uh, Bigfoot essentially had to be going about 50 miles an hour <laughs> to do that in two Constantly. days. Just like. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. He might know some like special shortcuts through time and space. I don't know. He has to. Dimensional. That's what they tell me. He had spent days walking to this stupid town just to see this being. He would never give up. Bigfoot's jaw was set. He would see Mothman again. Then he felt it. The breeze was blowing differently than it had before. Mothman was somewhere near. Bigfoot paid close attention to where the wind was blowing before taking off through the woods, almost desperate to find the mysterious creature he had gazed upon not so long ago. He slowed down as he got closer to the source, taking care to be as silent as possible. Two humans wandered mindlessly in the woods, one of them holding in her hand a flashlight. He better be careful to stay out of its light. I'm tired. We should head back, the boy complained. No. We agreed that we were staying out all night, so that's what we're going to do, the girl barked. The boy groaned, but continued to follow the girl. Do you even know where we are anymore? The boy sighed. Well, no, but it doesn't matter anyways. These woods aren't so big. We can find our way back when we want to, the girl insisted. Um, Riley, I think I just saw something. The boy uneasily stared around the dark forest. Bigfoot realized Mothman was hiding. When hiding then dodging out of sight whenever the boy glanced at him. Oh my god, Fletch, don't be a wimp. You agree to this, remember? Riley! The boy cried as Mothman stood for a second in the boy's gaze before dispar- before dispa- <laughs> before disappearing in the blink of an eye. It was mesmerizing watching him work. Stop whining! The girl turned to the boy and yelled, just as she did that, Mothman appeared right in front of them, causing Fletch to scream out and run off in the opposite direction. When the girl turned back, however, he was nowhere to be seen. In that moment, Mothman landed behind her. She paused, then slowly turned, then screamed a terrifying squeal as she dropped the flashlight and ran. When it was all over, it was just Mothman, standing there, his hardly visible features ever so slightly highlighted by the last glow of the moon. Bigfoot stepped out of hiding, a twig snapping as he did. Mothman turned his head to look. When he saw Bigfoot, he smiled. Come after me, did you? He said in an almost teasing manner that made Bigfoot blush heavily, though he tried to hide how he felt. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's such a himbo. Yeah, he is a himbo. You did just randomly... Oh my god, I'm turning into a different... You did just randomly appear in my domain and then left all mysteriously. He pointed out. Is that why you're here? Mothman asked. His smile never wavered. Just thought I needed to figure out why the hell you trailed so far just to fly off as soon as you saw me. Bigfoot stared into the huge red eyes of Mothman. Well, I guess if you... Well, I guess if you want to know the truth, it was because I was a bit flustered to be in your presence. It was difficult to catch, but Bigfoot could see the way Mothman slightly shifted on his feet. Flustered? Bigfoot hadn't expected that answer. Did did this brilliant creature have a crush on him? I mean, well, I was there because I'd heard about you and I found it intriguing how... I mean, not to be narcissistic here, but not every cryptic gets the kind of fame we do and you just... Would it be wrong to say I found you attractive? Bigfoot could see it now. Mothman was blushing. He, he liked him. 
He could hardly believe his ears, but judging by the way Mothman was acting, he had not misheard. Bigfoot cautiously approached Mothman. The cryptid eyed him as he got closer. When the two of them were close enough, Bigfoot took Mothman's clawed hand in his own. Mothman didn't pull away. He just stood there, looking down at Bigfoot. I, um, I also find you enticing. (laughs) Bigfoot admitted, growling the word enticing. (laughs) Oh, enticing. (laughs) Mothman leaned closer until the two connected. Bigfoot could hardly contain himself as he willingly kissed Mothman. Moss Man. The Moss Man. The Moss Man. That's not this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a different one. It sure is. The Moth Man. The kiss deepened as they both wrapped their arms around each other. Unfortunately, Moth Man pulled away. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> I'm watching no, the soap opera. No, I like Man it. And Bigfoot. Please give me more reactions. That's great. If you want to continue this, we best get back to my lair. Moth Man said. What? Is... Mothman afraid of a little risk? Bigfoot teased, grinning. Mothman blushed. No, I just have a sensitivity to light. Oh, right. Of course Mothman had a sensitivity to to light. Bigfoot didn't know how he hadn't seen it coming. Lead the way, then. (laughs) Lead the way, then. Try to find me. Mothman gave Bigfoot a sly look. The cryptid who had already grabbed a piece of his heart now pulled out of Bigfoot's arms and jumped into the air with it. This time he wouldn't lose track of him. Bigfoot paid close attention to the wind as he ran after it. He realized he could still see Mothman above the trees. Not too much later, he came upon a relatively big hole in the ground by a large boulder. Without a word, Mothman dove into the hole. Bigfoot looked into the hole to see what could possibly be down there, and the answer seemed to be nothing. At least from what he could tell, Bigfoot nervously stood by the hole until Mothman came back up. Resting his head on his arms, which were were hanging onto the edge of the hole. It's a bit of a drop, but I promise it won't hurt you. Mothman tried to reassure him, but Bigfoot couldn't help but not be completely convinced. Heights make me nervous. Bigfoot admitted. Fine. (laughs) Fine. I'll carry you, but... Uh, okay. Fine, I'll carry you, but that's you forfeiting your chance to be the top. Wait, what? Before Big Cut... Big Cut. <laughs> big Cut. <laughs> Before Big Cut. Get me a Big Cut, that meat. What's up, Big Cut? <laughs> your new nickname, Big Cut. Big, Big Cut. <laughs> big Cut. <laughs> what up, Big Cut? <laughs> Before... <laughs> Before Bigfoot could disagree on the terms of that arrangement, Mothman jumped up with surprising agility, although it shouldn't have been that surprising, and picked Bigfoot up in his powerful arms, then jumped back into the hole. Inside was a large cavern. Mothman easily soared in the cavern, even while carrying Bigfoot, slowly approaching the ground. Bigfoot clung onto Mothman as he watched the ground, which was too far below him for his comfort. Mothman hadn't been wrong. If Bigfoot had jumped, the fall wouldn't do him The fall wouldn't do much to him, but Bigfoot didn't like falling. Mothman gently landed on the ground, Bigfoot finally having to let go. Mothman picked up a barrel lid from off the floor. Bigfoot noticed it had leaves stuck to it using mud. Mothman proceeded to fly up to the hole and jam the lid in until there was hardly a sign of the outside world. He landed right back down on... He landed right back down in front of Bigfoot. Now, let's get down to business. No, that's not what it says. To defeat the Huns. <laughs> now, let's get to business. Mothman pulled Bigfoot up against his chest. Bigfoot kissed his nipple, swirling his tongue around it. Mothman tried to gently coax Bigfoot into a different position, but when Bigfoot resisted, Mothman shoved him onto the floor and pinned him to the ground. Ooh. Come on, dear. Be a good bottom. Mothman put his hand on Bigfoot's cheek. Bigfoot put his hand on Mothman's back and forced him closer. Their lips met in a kiss, which allowed him to flip Mothman over. Bigfoot pinned Mothman's arms over his head. Who's the good... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Who's the... Who... Oh, fuck. Who... Ho? Ho? Yeah. Who's the good little bottom now? Bigfoot gloated. Mothman smiled and gave Bigfoot a look. I hope you aren't underestimating me, Bigfoot. 
And what if I am? Bigfoot challenged. Mothman didn't reply. Instead, the strong cryptid simply pushed Bigfoot over like he was a mere pebble. Bigfoot found himself unable to move under Mothman's body, completely restrained and at the mercy of Mothman. He gulped in a mix of terror and pleasure as Mothman spread his wings to their full extent. The figure above Bigfoot was like a black hole that consumed every shred of light around it, except for those big red eyes that pierced Bigfoot's defenses immediately. Do you believe me now, or must I force you to submit? Mothman restrained Bigfoot's arms with a single hand, while his free one traced across Bigfoot's stomach. He shivered, but curiosity of what exactly Mothman planned to do with him made his hair stand on their ends with anticipation. Force me. Bigfoot finally managed to growl. Mothman smirked. Mothman forcibly flipped him onto his stomach. Mothman didn't hesitate in grabbing Bigfoot. In grabbing Bigfoot's ass and digging his claws into the flesh. The pain made him wince, but he didn't want to slow down. He wanted Mothman to touch him. Mothman used one claw from his other hand to slowly go down Bigfoot's spine. He then, he then slid his whole body down until he was no longer even sitting on Bigfoot. To keep him from moving, Mothman placed his hands on either side of Bigfoot just before he felt Mothman's tongue begin to make a trail in his ass. Though the feeling was incredible, Bigfoot was getting impatient. For fuck's sake, Mothman, just fuck me. Does it really say that? It sure does. <laughs> Bigfoot demanded, just as Mothman's tongue touched his balls, casually causing him to moan out of surprise. Mothman lifted his head, then leaned in close to Bigfoot's ear. That's no way to ask. Suddenly, Mothman took Bigfoot's balls in his hand, applying a warning amount of pressure. Bigfoot breathed heavily. It felt good. That actually feels pretty good back there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Mothman squeezed a little tighter, though the pressure wasn't enough to be painful just yet. Mothman seemed to catch on to the... Mothman seemed to catch on to the pleasure Bigfoot was feeling, because he began to lightly scratch Bigfoot's balls with his claws. At last, Bigfoot was physically able to roll back onto his back. Mothman didn't hesitate whatsoever to sit on Bigfoot's dick. Bigfoot let out an, a, Bigfoot let out an uncontrollable moan and started thrusting into Mothman. The thrust deepened, the pace increasing as well. Soon, Bigfoot had Mothman stabilizing himself by leaning on Bigfoot's chest. He kept going, determined to get deeper, determined to get deeper in with each thrust until even Mothman was no longer in control of his moans. Bigfoot could feel himself getting close. He looked Mothman in the eyes as a warning, and the dark muscular cryptid just nodded. With that, Bigfoot reached his climax just as he jammed his cock into Mothman as far as he could get it. Mothman's cum ejaculated from his dick, getting all over Bigfoot's stomach and ending up on the floor of the cavern. For a moment, they just stayed there while they caught their breath. We should probably clean you up. Mothman smirked affectionately. He lifted himself off Bigfoot as soon as he stood, he stumbled. Oh, he lifted himself off Bigfoot, but as soon as he stood, he stumbled. Bigfoot appeared in a flash to catch him before he fell. Gently, Bigfoot helped him sit back down. Hey. Wait, was that, is this Mothman? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Heh. Heh. Okay. Heh. You were pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Mothman put, you were pretty good. You were pretty good. Hey, you were pretty good. (laughs) Mothman put a hand on Bigfoot's chest. Don't give me. Don't, don't, hey, 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 don't give me all the credit. Bigfoot kissed Mothman's cheek. When Mothman was more stable, the two stood up again. There's some moss on the trees by the cave. I can go grab it real quick and clean up this mess. We could always. (laughs) That voice makes me laugh every time I do it. We could always just leave it there. Bigfoot winked. No, don't leave cum in your hair. That's going to be so sticky. (laughs) Crusty, crusty. Babe, this is my house. 
I love you, but oh my God, this is very quick. Whoa. I, I mean, you. they said, hey, I like you. Oh, I like you too. Immediately. I love you, but I don't want your cum stains on my floor. Besides, your fur will get all matted. See? See? At least someone's thinking about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mothman spread his wings just as Bigfoot remembered something. Wait, what about... <laughs> God damn it. Wait, what about your light sensitivity? Bigfoot worried. Mothman looked back. It'll be... <laughs> this is weird. <clears throat> It'll be okay, sassy. The sun will barely... The sun will barely be out by now. Mothman lifted into the air with a single flap of his wings after tossing the barrel lid into the corner. When he got back and had put the lid back, Bigfoot approached him while he cleaned the, the white liquid off the floor. So, why sassy? He asked. Mothman chuckled. Because you are. And for some reason I hear... And for some reason I heard certain humans call you Sasquatch. Care to explain that one? If Bigfoot had been drinking anything, you definitely would have... He de- if Bigfoot had been drinking anything, he definitely would have spewed just then. I don't decide what humans call me. Besides, there's worse ones out there, like the stone giant. Mothman snorted. Well, well, if everyone called you the stone giant, maybe you'd be a little more intimidating. Hey! Bigfoot objected. Mothman just chuckled some more. When the floor was wiped up, Mothman turned his attention to making sure Bigfoot was clean. You're being awfully, you're being awfully thorough there. Bigfoot said as he watched Mothman. You trying to imply something? Mothman raised an eyebrow. Hmm, maybe I am. Bigfoot flirted. Mothman rolled his eyes with a smile on his face. You're lucky I'm too worn out from the first round or I'd fuck you until you forgot what your ass feels like. Please do sometime. (laughs) Please do. That sounds dope. Now that the mess was cleaned up, Mothman tossed the moss aside and laid down on the floor. Bigfoot laid down beside him. Do you mind me holding? Or no. Do you mind holding me? I prefer when things are close to me. Mothman tucked his wings tightly up against his body. Bigfoot turned onto his side and wrapped Mothman protectively in his arms. After that, the day was... After that, the day passed peacefully. When the night returned, Mothman had to carry Bigfoot up to the top of the cavern. When will I see you again? Bigfoot looked at Mothman. I will visit... I will visit you whenever I please, and you are welcome to do the same. Mothman cupped Bigfoot's cheek in his hand. Bigfoot brought Mothman closer to... Which cheek? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Bigfoot brought Mothman closer so that their lips met. I love you. Bigfoot said... (laughs) Uh, you're gonna read the last line oh shit (laughs) mothman mothman gazed lovingly at bigfoot i love you too (laughs) the end the end and we have another one oh it's very short super super short i don't remember which one oh boy this one is uh, is named Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. Summary. Oh, Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot. Notes. Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 Sorry. And this is by um, Ayan Yanmi, which is A-Y-A-N-Y-A-N-M-I. Sounds just like it's spelled. Cloud moans. Oh, Bigfoot, he says, leaning over the lap of his overly large and hairy lover, and he's totally already naked. Please fuck me. He moans his moan and flutters his pretty boy eyelashes up at Bigfoot. Bigfoot makes a noise in reply and wraps his big, beefy fingers around Cloud's smaller frame. He picks the pretty boy up and out pops his three-foot-long dong. (laughs) Cloud's mouth waters at the sight, but before he suggests anything, he's already being penetrated by the delightfully massive dong. Oh, uh, oh. (laughs) He yells, coming instantly all over Bigfoot's big ol' hairy chest. 
Bigfoot gives him a good, thorough fucking and makes Cloud come 69 times. The end. Also, is this Cloud from uh, Final Fantasy? Yes, Cod. Then I'm very happy with the voice I (laughs) (laughs) For all you gaming nerds out there. Made him come 69 69 times times. and then everyone clapped. (laughs) The end. Lordy. Yeah, this is a little cherry on top of it. This was a, I feel drained. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so as drained um, as cloud was after he comes 69 69 times (laughs) yeah well i feel like we've already in previous episodes said we would fuck both bigfoot and mothman yeah oh definitely mothman would you fuck cloud (laughs) i guess guess. sure probably are you good? Uh, maybe use your not. Buster maybe, sword on me, clown. Maybe yeah, the, maybe not if he went. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Yeah, it was O W O. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, if somebody does an ooh, woo in the middle of sex, it pretty much. That's another it. one of the things. Yeah. Cake, but cakes, shitting in cakes is fine. Or farting in cakes. Yeah, I was going to say, shitting in cakes is very different than what we discussed before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, ooh woo makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's no. It's, I mean, I wouldn't want it either. I'm some, just saying. It's kind of like infantilized. I don't know. Well, it just yeah, feels, it is. It it's, feels like it's very childish. Ooh-woo. Like I, I just don't like. It. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, it's not good. So anyway, so yeah, sure to cloud. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a pretty boy himboish. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. got muscles and yeah. stuff. He's definitely a himbo. Yeah. Um, I feel like hair. in this story, I would have fucked Bigfoot, but I feel like Mothman was just rude. <laughs> but He's see, too I, sassy for me. Oh, too sassy? Yeah. I kind of like the sassiness. I feel like it was, uh, they were moving towards like brat play. And mm-hmm. I brat play kind of just annoys the shit out of me. A little brat play is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like right around the sexy moments Make to get me. kind of like teasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, that's fine. But like, there are people who, it's, it's like, that's the dynamic. I'm like, I don't know. I can't do that mm. shit. Yeah. I feel it. I don't yeah. need a kid. <laughs> big Bigfoot is still the dong's too big. Dong too big? Yeah. Dong too big. Especially in the second story. Three, three foot, foot long dong. That's a long dong. That's and I imagine dong. it's quite girthy. They didn't talk about it, but I'm sure. Nope. Yeah. It's only one inch wide. It's like a noodle. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a really long it's ramen like, noodle. You know, like hummingbird tongues. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Oh god! Yeah, they have forked tongues. Mm-hmm. It's weird shit. Why does it, a bird have a forked tongue? Well, it's to gotta, get all the dew. Yeah, you gotta um, get all the well nectar. But yeah, yeah. the dew too. I'm sure they. Yeah. I'm sure they. But get it's just like weird. The bird has a forked tongue. I kind of so like mm. sometimes when people get their tongues split. Oh no! Like oh no! I don't know whether it makes my stomach feel a weird way. I think you're horny. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I might throw up, but also like my cooter's like hello. You, like you do love, like it's so very clear that you love like some good trash, like you like you like that trash, yeah. and I feel like that's part of it. Is you're like oh you're gonna be kind of trashy, and I like it. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna ruin my life. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like a little horny possum over yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and I guess I should say I'm using trash in the positive sense, not like literally like you're a terrible person or garbage. Or oh whatever. no, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of like the playfully trashy trash life. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I'm, I don't no. feel that. It's not a universal experience. I just something about him was like. Oh, yeah, I don't think it would throw me off. I think I'd be fine with it. So, like, here's my question: If you split the tongue. Can you control both sides independently? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Which I have to say, you know, if if I had a, I mean, I feel like it, it would feel good on a butthole, but if I had a vagina, I feel like that would be pretty great. Yeah. I bet. My Just brain. like doing twister on your Well, vulva. it's like my brain is breaking, <laughs> thinking like, how does that work? Apparently it's like, like once it's split, it's easy to do, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like those animals that have like almost 360... Like view vision, yeah, yeah. Oh, like chameleons and stuff. Yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. like, what is that even like? 
Yeah, and there are so many animals that are just have so much better parts than we do. Oh yeah, like way better vision, better hearing, better smell, better everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got like houses and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and apparently and air conditioning, Jesus, you know, and a lack of like constant, like constant death. <laughs> some other animals have houses; they just don't look like ours. And I think some other animals have a Jesus. You know, there's got to be like a raccoon Jesus or whale Jesus. <laughs> whale Jesus. I would def- I would follow whale Jesus. You'd follow whale Jesus. I feel like yeah, they're smarter than we are. Their brains are as big as this couch. <laughs> chair that's a chair and also that's not how that works but they are very <laughs> smart i'm not I'm they not are very bigger, smart i feel but like bigger brain smarter no no yes. that's not that's not how that works that's science that's science. you heard it here folks wikipedia I mean, that now shit. that's what i call science then why are corvids smart like it's you can't you can't claim like and that would mean that i'm smarter than you naturally because my brain's bigger because i'm a bigger person yeah you probably are but it's not why i'm smart <laughs> Dolphins, big old brains, smart. Uh, it, okay. Octopi, their bodies are big. Bra- their whole bodies are like brains. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's not size. I promise, it's not a size thing. You can have a really small brain and I'm still be very, queen. very smart. <laughs> size does matter. The gym. Yeah, that's true. Oh boy. Okay. Well. Come again to listen to our science podcast. <laughs> we know everything. I feel like our podcast keeps shifting tones because first it was overtly like radicalized and political and now it's super sciencey. Yeah. I could do either. I if, like y'all, all those if y'all ever want me to do a like physics one, <laughs> I can I can drop some physics shit on. on I'll here. let you know. Maybe if we do like a transdimensional being, I can get into that. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, we're over here doing moose facts. I mean, I know about moose. I'm a natural. A naturalist. (laughs) I used to watch Rocky and Bullwinkle as a child. Does that help? And that's why you know what a horny moose sounds like? Uh Yep. Uh You never watched that show, apparently. You didn't watch the deleted scenes. Oh, boy. Late night. Late night with Rocky and Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle does sound like a porn Why did you just all of a sudden sound like George Takei? I did. Oh my. Oh my god. Oh no. Did you come over for that movie where George Takei was in like a western, like a space western? It was like a western, what? but um fuck, but it was but there was aliens in it. And George Takei was in it and they're like George, you're only in this movie to do the same the like, oh my. The oh my's and the things that you said in Star uh Trek. And and George Takei did it, and I'm like, my man, <laughs> like, were you on some hard times at this point in your life? Like, what? Why are you in this? He honestly might have just been friends with someone. He might have been friends with the director, you know, so something bad. like that. It was uh, terrible. Bad times at Ridgemont High. Okay, well, yep. all right. So, yep. What it's, are we? Are we a show? We're a podcast. We're a podcast. Hey, thank you for <laughs> listening to our silly little show. Uh, the main tone is horny and comedic, but sometimes we veer left and right in all other directions. Usually not right. Not you, no, not right. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse that. Cardinal uh, right. <laughs> you can find all things laughs at our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-A-F-S-P-O-D, laughs pod. Uh, you will find all the ways to listen to our podcast, uh, Apple, Google, all those podcatchers. You will find access to our Patreon. We have four tiers. General Support, Literature Club, you get notes and stories. The Content Club, where you get all that stuff, but you also get special episodes and access to art that we create. And then the Booty Pick of the Month Club. It's what it sounds like. You get a picture of a butt once a month. Uh, You will also find our website that may or may not be down. Um, (laughs) No, it'll be back. We'll get it back. I'm going to get our host to fucking fix their shit go daddy (laughs) um (laughs) you also find all the ways to find us on social media talk to us um you know rate our podcast give us some stars give us some construction feedback construction feedback (laughs) constructive feedback there's noises outside Mm -hmm. uh yep that's tell your dog tell your mom tell your cousins your horse um (laughs) 
your physics professor your physics professor uh your, your poli sci professor, professor. <laughs> your therapist your therapist <laughs> yes. honestly Wait. your therapist might actually need to know about you being listening to the show oh yeah well that i mean to be fair i think a therapist would enjoy our show oh yeah yeah oh, oh. my goodness they could do a lot of i know hey. they could do a lot of breakdowns yep. on this bad boy yep. hey. hey hey i want to get a therapist on here Ooh, i actually have someone in mind anyway um <laughs> well watch them shadow sweeties stay horny babes <laughs> fuck what was the line i already forgot it shit Ooh, ooh, oh. Ooh, ooh, oh. Yeah, that was the one I was trying to do. Ooh, ooh, oh. <laughs>